Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. <laughs> that was incredible. And Paul Rindo. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, everybody. Do the show, bitch. Morning, everybody. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Let's get our heads right on a Tuesday, November 28th. Tuesday or Tuesday, November, wrapping up pretty soon. And then we are into uh, the final month of the uh, the year and uh, looking onward to 2024. Got a lot of big things planned uh, in 2024 if, you know, the budgets allow, uh, things like that. But we always have the ideas. We always have the ideas. We rarely have the funds. But we always have the big ideas, which is half the battle, I'll be honest with you. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. And to my left is Benjamin Higgins, who was uh, questioning himself this morning. And what he said, I just look terrible. And I said, that's your hair. And you said, what is wrong with it? I said, it looks like you rode to work on a motorcycle with no helmet. And I don't, do you need, are you in need of a haircut? I didn't think so. I thought I was a good two weeks away from the next one. Well, but... no, you and Paulie don't shower in the morning. I no. do. That's better. There. That actually that, looks that, cooler. That, look at that. Yeah. That looks way go. cooler. All right. Yes, look at you. Flock of oh, dolls my God. Here. You look great. He just kind of musted up. Uh, and I did. It looked like you slept. It actually looked like you slept sleeping standing on your head. Yeah, I think, and I, then was, you I, got... I, I, think I woke up and my head was kind of... <laughs> crane into the pillow a weird way or something. Yeah. I could not get the bedhead 
out with a couple of spritzes of the water that uh-uh. I usually do. So, it's so in good. the old days, you didn't have to worry at all about how you looked on radio. I worked with some people who, oh, dude, I me mean, too. were not oh, presentable God. in any. I mean, any manner of, of polite society when they would come in and work with radio. I mean, they were half undressed. I mean, pajamas, yeah. hacksaw short shorts. You just should whoa, not whoa, be whoa, seen whoa, by whoa, anyone. Whoa. Hang on. Like hang the oaks. Back, back up, back up, back up, back up. Short shorts. Back up. Yeah. We wore them almost every day. Lee Hacksaw yeah. Hamilton used to sit in the studio in short OP shorts. Yes. Club Pilates. <laughs> I just, I just booger, dude. I just thought I need a tissue. I need a tissue. Polly, I think you got me, dude. Like those little corduroy know, short am shorts. I, am I good? You're good now, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you just got me. <laughs> the really yes. tiny. Hey, Jay, this hacks yeah. off. Yeah, I was his 80s, 90s attire. Well, all right. I mean, oh. okay. Were his legs hairy? I mean, somewhat. Were yeah, they tanned? I, no. White. Yeah. Stark. Yeah. White and just a lot of it. Just a lot of leg. Yeah. What color was the hair on his legs? Was it white? Mm, yeah. Gray? No, it was just light, kind of a light color. A I light. Think, a brown, brown, maybe. Light yeah. brown? I can't. Honestly, I, I don't think I paid that close of attention. It's, it's you more, see it once and you look it's away. More and you're like, the, I don't yeah. look away at that point. Could you see, like, his package? I did not ever even try. Kendrick Morales for the home run. <laughs> Vladimir Guerrero. Now we know what happened. Along, don't know why this Excuse me, along the way. Tight shorts. Yes, I, I the Angels up. batting order. <laughs> Angels batting order just, excuse me. Wore out I, the, I wore them uh, in, wore them in elementary yeah, school. I wore them too when I was seven, <laughs> and I didn't really wear them in public when I was a man. I wouldn't even wear them in my house now. What is he doing, dude? God. Yeah, he, I, he's, when I picture Hacksaw, I don't picture Style Maven. Uh, Lee Hacksaw Hamilton is just not what I picture him as. Bro, I, I mean, I'm with you. When before the cameras and you rarely maybe you took four pictures a year. You do a couple of remotes and take a picture. You do a concert, right. take a picture. That was it. Now it is every stinking day. You're like, I can't do this because I got to be on the stream. Like it's just it's it's tougher. It's tougher. Those guys had it so easy. A they made three times the money we make, and they were they got to be mysterious. Nobody had to know everything about them. What they look like. You know, everything else, there was no social media. They didn't get railed on every day, like immediately. They'd get, if you had a problem in 1988 with something Hacksaw said, you know what you did? Your ass went to your desk, you sat down, <laughs> you got out the phone book, and you looked up clear channel address. And then you got your pen, typewriter, maybe, typewriter or, and yeah. you just, uh, to whom it may concern, this piece of S <laughs> is F a real you. screw you, man. You don't know S. I love the Chargers, they are great. And you don't know anything. Signed, pissed in Point Loma. Or you call into the call-in line and you'd say, hey, can I speak to someone in charge? Yeah, yeah. And then you'd just be put on hold. Put on hold for three hours and they leave their shift. The phone going and finding the boss to to talk to someone who wants to complain about the I did not know that he wore those shorts. I spent the uh, majority of my day yesterday thinking about, um, well, after we got out of here, I'll split it into two. Because there was definitely part one and part two. Part one was me thinking all day and doing extensive research on how we ended our show yesterday. Paulie, if you would. 
Topic wheel. Topic wheel. It was, um, I just pulled Ben's answer, but the question was on the topic wheel, if you could go back and live in any historical era, which, would you, first of all, and, and would you and when? And Ben delivered this little nugget. This I kind of have this like little house on the prairie, like oh, you know, terrible, freshly dude. baked bread. <laughs> terrible. And, I, I wouldn't want to do any farm work yeah, or anything. That so. you have to go really, collect the water yeah, for? Forget <laughs> it. Really would not want to do that. <laughs> but I'm with you. You know, sitting in a fire. Well, with a... it's 5 o'clock. It's dark. <laughs> Light the lamp, Paul. <laughs> Forget it, dude. Forget it. So, what do you guys want to do tonight? I got an idea. Nothing. Let's sit here. We'll all read from our Bible, and then we'll all go to bed on our feathers, feathers stuffed in a sack. Forget it, dude. You'd make it one day. You you literally would make it one day. A little house on the beach. You wouldn't eat. You wouldn't sleep. You'd be bored out of your mind. Pretty much need an iPhone nowadays to survive. I thought about it all day. I literally, legitimately got out of here. I went to the gym, and I was on the leg press machine going, is he out of his mind? Does he really think he could survive in? So I looked up when Little House on the Prairie was allegedly set. And it was set, they, they, their best guess, Ben, was around 1868. Now, if you were this age at, at in 1868, which, let's be honest, that would be the equivalent of being 100, now, being 48 years old in 1868, both of your sons would be fighting in the Civil War, just so you know. That was going on. It was raging right now. I legitimately looked up a day in the life of a man in 1868, and it's a nightmare. It was a nightmare from sunup to sundown. Like, you would have, you had to get up at the crack of dawn. You had to take care of your animals if you were lucky enough to have them. Then you had to go out and till. It was all farmers. I mean, then you had to go out and till your land. You had to collect crops. You had to pray for rain or pray for no more rain. Then you had to gather food for your family to eat. Your wife would be at home awaiting your hunt, your kill, your crops to spin into, I don't know, one of three meals that you actually knew how to make back then. It was horrendous. It was it was a horrendous lifestyle. You couldn't have made it. No, and it reminded me. I thought later after the show, I was uh, in, I don't know, maybe sixth or seventh grade, and uh, we read a book. It was called Two Years Before the Mast by Richard Henry Dana. Okay. I think they named Dana Point after him. Nice. And we went on a field trip, and you had he wrote about living as a sailor like for two years in the 1840s or yeah. something, and having to you know what life was like on the boat. And His name was Richard Mast, and Richard he was a... Henry Dana. Oh, and Dana. The, and the boat and the book was called Two Years Before the Mast. The Mast. So as a field trip, we did an overnight like being boat workers and sleeping in the quarters and the bunks underneath and having to get up at you know, 3 a.m. to rig the sails and stuff. It was awful. It was like, it, it I was, bet you cried. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> I would have, too. Cried, not... about, cried about going, cried there, did not want to go. So happy to get home to your TV guide, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> grilled cheese sandwich, whatever it may be. What else do you remember about it? Just a long day. Four I mean, o'clock yeah. in the morning, you three know, o'clock in the food morning. Was terrible, yeah. you know. How, how old would you say you were? I think I was about 13 or so. It okay. was like a junior high field trip, maybe. I was wondering about the sleepaway trips. You know, I, I just it domes me out a little yeah. bit now, but, you know, my kids are little. Uh, no, I thought about it all day. I mean, I legit was like, I can't picture Ben dragging himself out of bed 4 o'clock in the morning to, like, you know, go take care of the chickens and whatnot. But that's what they did. You do what you have to do back then. 
But yeah, there were some there were some exciting things. If you didn't, and the chickens died. Yeah, you had no died. food. Yeah, you, you, you didn't eat. Some exciting things were happening around then. Mark Twain released his very first uh, short story in 1868. So you guys could have read that under the uh, the the light of candlelight. Probably wasn't that easy to acquire published material. <laughs> have you heard though? about this Mark Twain fella? <laughs> we'll have it in about seven months. I'll bring it by. <laughs> just we have it so easy now. I mean, it's just moronically. Easy. Anything you need, and I mean anything, is just a touch away. You could give me anything random. I'll be like, I could have it here this afternoon. You know what I mean? It's just very, very... For an extra um, charge. Yeah, yeah get it here. here in two hours. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Um, that was really, really funny. You killed me uh, yesterday with that. <laughs> so the second half of my day, I was consumed with a tweet that I received yesterday. My initial immediate reaction was, oh, great, here we go again, another Internet bully. You run into them from time to time. There's a few uh, out there that you see and you're like, here we go. Some people just don't like me. Some people don't like you. Some people don't like you. It happens. I go, here we go. Oh, weird. Somebody's tagging me and somebody else that looks like me. Great. Let me check this out. Well, when I say that I, this one stopped me dead in my tracks, somebody sent me, Ben, my, he has to, he's got to be my, we have to be related. He sent me this. My immediate reaction was to be offended. Paulie sent it to me. He goes, oh my God, look at this. And again, my reaction was to be offended. And then I watched the video. <laughs> it's like somebody made me in AI. It's an AI woods. I've watched Let the wind cease to So that's not him. That's his buddy. They I guess all right, pause. They do a podcast together. I believe it's called Is this right? Just Eagle Stuff? That's what's tagged. Yeah, I don't know. Like this guy's clearly a Cowboys fan. He's a Cowboys fan. fan. He's got a big D shirt on. He's got Dallas Cowboys so stuff behind him. I don't know if he's him. part of the podcast. I don't know if that's an old clip that some Eagles fans just put in there. I I, I don't know exactly what's going on. Bro but I there, there's it, more I, clips of him. I watched it about a hundred times last night. I, oh, I did too. It's so identical, and it's not just like he looks like me. We both have some kind of scruffy facial hair. We're both a touch portly. Uh, we both have the same type of hair, but it's the mannerisms. It's the manners. It's the head on the. When Ben will say something, you'll see on the stream me <laughs> grab my face. The the the, <laughs> hel- the headphone throw. Everything he does. It's like the things he says. Like, I need to call my mom today and go, how wild were you in the (laughs) 70s? Is there, all right, is there a chance? I'm just asking the question, mom. Is there a chance that I'm related to this guy? Because when he does this, you see, he like, he leans forward like this. The head goes to the side. It was like watching AI. Hey, make make an AI Woods. A little, I got a, he's got a few pounds on me. But that, you know. The you laying back. This one? It's you on a bad day. Let's just say that. It's you on a very bad day. It's me in about six weeks when I'm on break and I really let myself go. I don't shave. I barely shower. And I'm juggling the kids all day, every day. And I'm ready to get back to work to start the new year. Put on some holiday weight. Don't touch your hair Mm -hmm. and grow the beard out and put on a Dallas shirt. And that's you. Look, 
the head, the hand on the head. If, if you guys haven't seen, I know this is the radio. The Padres have just lost four in a row. Just, you're just you're you're in the torture chamber. Yeah. that's that's this, what's right here, in look. the torture chamber. He just <laughs> rubbing his face. It is you guys. It's so. Yeah, it says the lean back. The lean that, back. Yeah, the lean back. There, yeah, there it is. That's it. That's it right there. I watched it a hundred times. Now, my next question is, somebody out there, find him. I need him. I need his name. I'd like to invite him over for Christmas. I'd like to fly him out yeah, we'll on, fly him on out. Odyssey's Dime. <laughs> One day, we just replace you with, with him. him. I do the show with him. We don't tell anyone. We just Could you imagine? See how long it takes anyone to notice. What does a round trip ticket to get him here for the Christmas show cost. I might look into it. I'm not kidding. I've got some miles. If he wants to come, he's you, more you, than welcome to come. You know what Dallas flights look like? That's true. Know. Yeah, they're not much. All right, so if anyone... Let the wind cease to exist. That's not him. You that's kick him. this... The, the, you, you tell me that's not what... It's identical. Wind cease to exist. You kick this, it'd be amazing. 60-yard temp right now. His buddy. Are you <laughs> me? Kick this... <laughs> Kick. <laughs> he got it in this way. Are you <laughs> me? Does overtime? 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 It sounds like it does. There. Overtime? It a little like you At too. first he did it, and then we says overtime. Overtime? Overtime? Bro. Again, a little more hungover, just a yeah, little, a little more worse for wear. Yeah. Woods, right All there. Right, so I need you guys, internet sleuths out there. I've tweeted it. I think we've tre- have we tweeted it from the sh- uh, show account on Twitter at Ben and Woods. It's in the stream. Do find this guy. We have to find him, and I need to meet him. I need to maybe do a twenty three and Me with him. <laughs> we'll touch tips, get some blood exchange going, and figure out. Mother, do you have something to tell me? <laughs> It's so identical. Usually I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy kind of resembles me or Ben or Paul or whatever. This one actually domed me out. I was lying in my bed just going, this is weird, man. It was like AI. It was like seeing Make Woods in AI, but he's a Cowboy fan on a Cowboy podcast. That's how wild it is. I know you, those of you listening on the radio, I mean, it doesn't do a lot for you. You're going to have to go find it. It's worth your time. It really is worth your time. So that, that was my day, consumed. <laughs> Uh, with those two, those two things yesterday, and I know what Ben was consumed with. He didn't even text us back last night, and that's oh, because big night for Ben, huge night for Ben. Kevin O'Connell was uh, coaching last night. He was. along with the Aztecs playing, ruined my survivor pick season last. Oh, you're night. You're done. Yes, I'm out. I picked Kevin O'Connell and the Vikings last. Did you night. win again? I won again. Molly's you won again. Well, no, Adam's Adam. still alive too. So I didn't win the last two. Okay, I won, won last at all, week, but we're we're both out again. The red and black, they got you again, didn't they? <sighs> yep. That was uh, that was unfortunate. Yeah, he cost, but I was, he cost uh, me money last night, too. No, I was um, I was consumed as I had an in-studio guest at Channel 10. Uh, Tom Seidler came by to talk the about uh, some of the ways that the Padres are planning to honor his brother Peter. And uh, Tom is going to join us for a longer conversation this morning at 8 o'clock here on Ben and Woods. It was really, really good to see him. I know you guys are going to be glad. To talk to him, obviously, it's been a, a very, very tough couple of weeks uh, for his family and the Padres' family, but uh, they're channeling that into some really incredible, positive stuff 
uh, that was announced yesterday, and we're going to talk about that. Coming up this morning, um, we'll also get into the Padres. Minor League Prospect Rankings Week is here. Kevin Charity from Mad Friars is going to check in at 9 o'clock as we look at the uh, the talent that is coming up through the system that is going to have to help this Padres team in the next well, couple of years. One way or the other, Ben, <laughs> they're going to be able to help this Padres team. Maybe this year. And it doesn't necessarily mean on the field. That's true, too. So that is coming up. Uh, remember, the Daily Diddy, very important this week. paulie has got the selection. It's Rolling Stones non-mega hits. But you need to know the title of that song later for your chance to win Rolling Stones tickets to their concert at SoFi Stadium next July. So be tuned in next for a chance to uh, later win Rolling Stones tickets uh, before 10 o'clock. Yep, make sure you uh, remember the name of the song. Yep. Write it down. That's do all coming up do. next. It's Ben and Woods getting started. Get our first check of traffic with Kelly here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. in recently. I'm going to look it up. You guys talk amongst yourselves. 
Well, you're getting to know that title, remember? She's, She's a, rainbow a Rainbow by the Rolling Stones. Because later on, that title will uh, give you an opportunity to win two tickets to the Rolling Stones oh. at SoFi Stadium July 10th. Tickets are on sale this Friday at Ticketmaster.com, 10 a.m. Was in uh, Ted Lasso. Ah, yes. was in yes. an episode of Ted Lasso. Okay. What that. a beautiful now, now song. That, that sounds about right. What yeah. a beautiful song. God, it's one of those bands like because we've we've all grown up hearing their hits so much that they kinda, wear you out. It was kind of tough when we said non-hits. Yeah, non-hits. I liked it. <clears throat> it was easier when we said it can't be in their top ten yeah. most played on Spotify because even songs eleven through twenty, you're like, that's a hit. That's a that's hit. A that's hit. a hit. That's yep. a hit. One hundred percent. Yeah, uh, but there you just you forget just how eclectic and weird and awesome the the Rolling Stones uh, are outside of. Satisfaction. Give me shelter is like the greatest song of all time. I don't think anybody would disagree. It's really one of the best that's ever been done. But you heard it. You've heard it a thousand times. I like this. I like this a lot, Paulie. Thanks for putting this into my dome. I'll be thinking about this for the rest of the day. So, uh, Mom, it's She's a Rainbow, and you're going to have to come up with some uh, pseudonym because uh, family members are not allowed to win tickets, unfortunately, from the radio stations. Company policy, him, even though she wants to win them badly. Him Kiggins. Himberly. Himberly Kiggins <laughs> from San Diego. Uh, why don't you just get her tickets for Christmas? I could. I don't know. I've heard Ticketmaster.com is a real... Real pain to deal with, no especially doubt. for like a big concert well, like that. You can try to get tickets, and you don't even necessarily get them. You go secondary market. It's going to cost you more, but you know you're going to get them. And you, your brother, your dad, and your sister, you all go in on it. Now your dad's going to be mad because he's going to have to go. No, so, no, she'll go with her sister. Oh, she go with probably. her sister. Yeah, right. up there. Yeah. Well, I Kim, think. if your kids won't do it for you, Hannah and I would love to do it for you. <laughs> so just just so you know. <laughs> Can you imagine? You get her, you know, something uh, something for the kitchen, and I, your boy shows up with a pair of Rolling Stones. I've told the story before where they played that um, private yes. secret show belly at the Belly Up Tavern. She heard about it. She couldn't get tickets, but her hairdresser was right next door, and she crawled into the crawl space between the Belly Up and the hairdresser just so she could listen. Couldn't really see them, but had like the um, you know the grate and was kind of peeking through and listening. To the Rolling Stones so playing cool, here in man. San Diego. So, so cool. Very, very cool. All right. Uh, let's uh, take our bottom of the hour timeout. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about what the Padres are going to be doing to honor Peter Seidler. We're going to have Tom Seidler on later, but they made a big announcement just after our show yesterday. Some really cool stuff that they have about 10, planned. About 10.02? Yeah, as yeah, usual. 10-02. That's all right. I mean, that's that's how it works. Tom made a joke about that. Yeah, right after the show, right? We let that So now it's, all that now, it's, it's, it's now, now. They, now we know that they know, and now they we know now, they're doing it as a bit. Now, they did announce the manager during our show. That's so true. the biggest news well, it leaked during our show. Came out during it show. leaked. During our show, Dennis Lynn. I think they did confirm it at like nine thirty. Yeah, before because 10 they didn't they have a, a choice. They had, to get, they had to get to their news conference last. That was one week ago today, by the way. It, I like so far so good in the Mike Schilt era. <laughs> so far so good. Things no, are good. no major disasters no, yet. No last week was a lot better than the previous first six four weeks. Yeah, that. you're absolutely. <laughs> have you guys noticed in the Mike Schilt era things have calmed down a little bit, which is exactly what <laughs> the we want. Steady wanted. hand, of, steady Mike hand of Mike Schilt. I like this. Holy Schilt! Haven't heard any uh, stories of. 
Wild Nights on the Town, Mike Schilt getting arrested or anything. Right. No, Schilt hasn't hit happened. the fan yet. So, yeah, so far so good after a week. Uh, we'll get you updated on what the Padres announced yesterday. And again, Tom Seidler is going to join us at 8 o'clock this morning. It's all coming up with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The Padres yesterday announced three big plans to honor Peter Seidler and his legacy moving forward in 2024 and beyond. Welcome back. It's Bennett Woods, Tuesday morning, 637 here on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, first of all is the patch they're going to wear. I think uh, that we all expected something like that For on sure. their jerseys during the entire 2024 season to honor Peter. Uh, the patch design and location will be unveiled prior to the beginning of spring training. I know they're already working on it, though. I mean, they've got they got some designs they're very excited about, and and we'll find out in a couple of months, I'm sure, what that's going to look like. But expect something definitely keeping Peter in mind all year long on the Padres jerseys in 2024. Uh, the second was a public celebration of life that they're going to hold at Petco Park the weekend of March 22nd that's going to be open to fans and the community. Now, that's an interesting date. March 22nd is a Friday. March 23rd, that's Saturday. The Korea games are that Wednesday and Thursday before March 22nd. So the Padres will go and open their season against the Dodgers in Korea. That's on the 20th and 21st. And then they'll come home and they'll have a celebration of life for Peter that weekend at Petco Park. On Friday the 22nd. Yep. And then they've got a couple of uh, spring training games against the Mariners at Petco Park. At home, yeah. And then on that Thursday, the following Thursday, they'll open their home schedule against the San Francisco Giants. So it'll be a, that'll be a pretty, intense emotional week as we start a new baseball season and look back and reflect and remember Peter Seidler at a celebration of life that I can only imagine will be extremely well attended at Petco Park that weekend. No no question about it. All right. So again, to, to reiterate me pulling an Adam Klug, real game on the 20th, 
On the 20th, yeah. Real game on the 20th, real game on the 21st. Correct. Fly, fly back from Korea yeah. after the game for a celebration for Peter Seidler on Friday the 22nd. The weekend. It could be. I, they may do it Friday. They may the do weekend. it Saturday. The weekend, they okay. Didn't, they, didn't get, they said the specific date, timing, and other information okay. will be announced at a later so date. maybe Saturday. Yeah, Sunday maybe. is Palm Sunday, so I doubt it would... I don't know what that is. I just made that up. <laughs> well, you clearly can't do it on Palm Sunday, no. obviously. So my guess is the 23rd. And then the 25th, 26th, you got the Mariners at Petco Park. Season kicks off on Thursday the 28th. Yeah, what a uh, what a crazy week uh, to start the season. Um, but yeah, I mean, and you'll you'll either be you know 0 and 2, 1 and 1, or 2 and 0. That that celebration of life for Peter Seidler. I'm glad they're doing. It. I think that's a good time to do it. Actually, uh, I do. I think that's a really good weekend to do it. And. Um, you know the, the the players. I'm assuming will be there, probably worn out man after that trip. But uh, if they do it on Saturday, everyone should get caught. But up. they'll also be have time to recover for a few days before yeah. having to play another yeah. game. So I, I think it makes a lot of sense. And then I think the biggest announcement and the one that's going to have obviously the longest reaching impact is the establishment of the Peter Seidler Legacy Fund to honor Peter and also raise money for the things that were important to him, impactful charitable projects like, you know, tackling homelessness, medical research, um, things that he was passionate about. And what the Padres have have committed to, and not just the Padres organization, but the Padres Foundation, the Padres players, and the Seidler family. So every dollar that is donated by, you know, by us, by fans, whoever, to the Seidler Legacy Fund is going to be matched. So the Seidler family is going to give a dollar. Padres, the team is going to give a dollar. The foundation is going to give a dollar. And the players are going to give a dollar as well, which means if you give $1, you're really giving $5 to charity to the Seidler Legacy Fund. And the things that he cared about are important, good things. I mean, we know who Peter was, and uh, you know that money is going to go toward – his passion projects and trying to make the world a better place, essentially. So that's a like a four for one match, one dollar yielding five dollars in support uh, when that starts. And uh, you can already check it out, I believe, at padres.com slash legacy fund on their website as that's they're great, getting man. up and running. That's yeah. great. Yeah, you wondered you wondered how they were gonna do it, what they were gonna do. I think this is a great idea. Uh, something that I would feel very comfortable donating to. Uh, no question. And yeah, we'll see what we can do to help as well here on Ben and Woods. We've got some ideas, uh, for that as well. We need to get them, get them, you know, run up the flagpole and, and cleared. Um, but I think, uh, the tier ones will be able to help out as well. And, uh, really, really good stuff from them. Excited to talk to Tom today at, uh, eight o'clock. Yeah. So that's, uh, those were the three kind of tiered plans that the Padres have to honor Peter Seidler going forward. We're going to take a check of traffic. Just saw a new, uh, New nugget from Ken Rosenthal about Juan Soto Another this morning. One. No breaking news. Can I guess what you can he guess. says? Yes. Okay. You can guess. Some sports writers out there are going to be like hopping mad if the Padres do end up keeping Juan Soto They're next to, like, season. change their identity. I don't know that Ken Rosenthal survives, uh, survives if he, they don't trade Juan Soto. I don't think I've ever seen anyone want something more. Everybody in the New York media is just going to have to quit. They're, They're done. Like, we, got, we got nothing they are done. now. All of those trade proposals, Polly, that they have put together, you know, the Kyle Higashioka for Juan Soto, <laughs> throw, we'll also throw in Clark Schmidt. 
Um, there, it's a lot of waste of time. I hope. I hope. Now, this is a, again another reason why I would never be GM. I wouldn't trade him for spite and spite alone. All oh, doesn't hurt that he's a, a world all world talent. But I'd be like, oh, you think I'm trading Juan Soto? Watch me not trade Juan Soto so hard; it'll make your head spin. Not. It's probably one of the many reasons you wouldn't want me in charge. You can check out Odyssey's NBA podcast, Heat Check, with Trista Crick. Trista breaking down all the latest from around the league, pulling no punches. If you can't find the humor in today's NBA, you're also doing it wrong. New episodes of Heat Check drop every Monday and Wednesday on our Odyssey app. Or wherever you get your podcast. I'll read Ken Rosenthal's opinionated little nugget from The Athletic right after He a is check an of- opinionated little <laughs> nugget, isn't he? <laughs> right he after is. Check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. So, yeah, early morning post here from The Athletic and Ken Rosenthal. It's um, part of a larger piece, but this is under the subheading with Soto, just do the math. And Ken Rosenthal writes, Juan Soto is almost certain to be traded, both to ease the Padres' payroll burden and get them the pitching they desperately need. And there'll be trade rumors predict Soto's salary in his final year of arbitration to be $33 million. Padres intend to open the season with a payroll of approximately $200 million, and Fangraphs projects their current number with Soto to be $189 million. Their projected luxury tax payroll of $242 million, meanwhile, is $5 million above the threshold. So, let's get this straight, Ken writes. The Padres are going to exceed the threshold a fourth straight year. Just after, as The Athletic reported earlier this month, they took out a $50 million loan in September to address short-term cash flow issues and meet their obligations, including payer, player payroll. You can hear the kind of snarkiness and snideness in his writing. Now, here. didn't didn't the New York Yankees take out a loan last year as well? Yeah, Did it's I, common. It's common practice yeah. in Major League Baseball. So he, you're going to trade, by that logic then, one poverty franchise to another. And at a time when their pitching staff has been decimated by free agent defections, Six pitchers who combined for nearly 700 innings with the Padres last okay, season. Blake Snell, there. Seth Lugo, Michael Walker, Nick Martinez, Luis Garcia, and Josh Hader are on the open market. A Soto trade not only could replace some of those innings, but also create the financial flexibility to add even more pitching. The question is not whether Soto will be traded. The question is which team will acquire him. Okay. From Ken Rose. Well, he is, is firmly planted his flag in the... Now, he doesn't cite... You know, A.J. Preller or sources in the Padres organization. He is simply reading tea leaves and doing his own. Like, if I was sitting in that GM's chair, I would feel like I have no no choice but to trade Juan Soto. So he thinks it's a it's a done deal simply because of that. I think the question here is because A.J. Preller has been much more playing both sides of, you know, we'd like we'd like to keep him. We know his value. We're not going to give him up for nothing. But we are also listening. You know, we'd be foolish not to listen to any offers. Do you think that A.J., like Ken Rosenthal says, knows he has to trade Juan Soto, but has to keep at least the idea of, hey, if you don't meet our offer, we're happy to keep him. Because, well, if I'm another GM and I know you have to trade someone, it's going to affect the kind of offers that I'm throwing Clearly, at you. Clearly, yeah. I'm going to offer less for a player that I know that you have no choice but to trade because of financial inflexibility. So is AJ simply putting up the the smoke signals that, no, absolutely, we may keep him. In fact, probably will because we know how valuable he is. We know what a good season he's going to have. Is that is that real talk from AJ Preller or is that simply – talk that he has to put out there in order to 
keep the offers coming as you know as good of offers that he can get from other franchises. Look, perceived leverage is still leverage. Okay, like at the end of the day, he does have some leverage, and the leverage that he has is I don't have to trade him. I don't have to. So when Ken you, Rosenthal says you, he does not have that leverage. He does have that leverage. He says he has to trade him. He there's does not. no choice. There's, he has no choice in the matter. There's absolutely That's what he a just choice. Wrote. There's absolutely a choice, Ken. There's absolutely the a question choice. question is not whether Soto will be traded. The question is which team will acquire him. And he very well may be traded. But A.J. Preller does not have to trade him. He does not have to. Remember that. He doesn't have to. With Soto and his ARB salary, you're at 189 which is $11 million below this alleged hard cap in a sport where there are no hard caps. This is the hard cap that everyone's talking about that there really it doesn't really exist. You know, it's a pipe dream, sure, uh, to get to $200 million and have a competitive team with Juan Soto on it, but it's not impossible. It's certainly not impossible. The trade back for Juan Soto. This is my favorite part is, well, here's what the Padres need. They need 700 innings from starting pitching. They need a catcher. They need a first baseman. They're going to need a corner outfielder. Trading Juan Soto could alleviate all of this. Dude, obviously, if you could trade Juan Soto for a 3-4-5 catcher, first baseman, corner outfielder, six-player deal, all ready to plug in the lineup, you do it today. You do it and say, all right, fine, you're right. But to get a Clark Schmidt back, and a, a couple of middling prospects, you don't you don't have to do that. It has to be an offer that makes you push your chair away from the desk and go, yes, absolutely, we will do that right now, today. It's got to be, you have to accept it so fast that the guy on the other end of the phone is like, crap, I offered too much. It has to be a hair-blown-back deal for Juan Soto because, again, you don't have to trade him. You never know what can happen in a season. With Juan Soto in it, your lineup is better. Your team is better. If you suck at the deadline, flip him at the deadline. Somebody somebody will pay a premium price for a three-month rental. We've seen it over and over and over in the game of baseball. So you absolutely don't have to trade him. Do I expect him in there opening day? I'm 50-50. I'm 50-50. The offer has to be right, Benny. It legitimately needs to be a three, a four, a hitter, and an out, like a first baseman and an outfielder. It has to be guys that, hey, all four of these guys are going to be on the opening day roster. It's got to sting, and it's got to sting bad for Brian Cashman or Jerry Depoto or anybody else that, that may want to make this deal. It's got to sting. It's got to make their bonch tighten up, pulling the trigger you on that deal. You would think that eventually AJ could get there, though, because the the reward is so potentially great for the team acquiring Juan Soto. For sure. They're not just acquiring Juan Soto. They're acquiring him in a contract drive year, coming off a very great second half of the season. You know, go. They're all signs point toward a monster year for you're, Juan Soto. You're signing up for at a minimum a 900 OPS and probably you know 30 plus bombs. That's what you, you, the guy's going to be on base half of the time. So that's what you know you're getting if you're the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Cubs, whoever is in the mix for him. The numbers are there, and and him in a contract year <laughs> having turned down 440. Pretty solid. Pretty solid deal, which is why he'd be great here. Do you think it was ever in A.J. Preller's plan that this would be an option, trading Juan Soto? You know, it's a good question. They acquired him for three runs. They got a run. Oh, they talked about it. I mean, it was talked about at the time that, you know, if you you still had to, you could trade him again in a year and a half. Yeah. 
you know, if you needed to recoup some of that prospect capital, you know, it, it's not. It was talked about by us. I know we we said, hey, this is a great trade because you could. Ever you could a legitimate thought in AJ's head. I think he wanted to keep. Like, him. Did things go so badly last year that this is now where we're no, at? I, I don't think so. I think it was always a thought because you never knew if you could sign one so long term. Long term, unless you did it in the first couple of years, right. and that with as Scott and, Morris, and if Scott Morris wasn't that. interested in doing that, then you could never have been a hundred percent sure. If Scott Boris says we are going to free agency, and you know you're competing in the open market against the Mets and the Yankees and everybody, you had to always have in your mind that trading Juan Soto was a possibility. One one little nugget in there that we haven't really talked about much is when Ken Rosenthal talked about the projected luxury tax payroll. Remember, that's not the actual cash out. That's the that's your average salary over the entire length of contract. So the Padres luxury tax payroll is higher than their actual payroll because, you know, Tatis is not making the full amount yet. Other guys aren't, you know, getting their full money. Padres are still over that threshold at 242 million, about 5 million above the $237 million luxury tax threshold. They've gone over it three years in a row. They're starting to get some of those penalties. Like, for instance, even if they lose Blake Snell, even though he got that qualifying offer, instead of a first-round pick, they're going to get a fourth-round draft pick because they were over the luxury tax penalty again last year. And these these are tangible things that are coming back to hurt the Padres. And while... I never really thought about it much, you know, the luxury tax before, because we never really thought the Padres would be one of those teams that got up there. The the more it is, kind of like problems. The, well, it's not. It's it bothers me more and more as I look at it because you're punishing you're punishing the teams that yeah. want to win and are trying tough. are trying to put the best product on the field. The ones that is pa- they're packing the, the the stands at Petco Park and doing just immense good for baseball, and you're hammering them. And yeah, I guess you don't want, you know, the Mets to have a nine hundred million dollar payroll ten years in a row and win ten straight World Series. And so you have a luxury tax. Know? Kind of, and it hasn't happened yet. But do you really want to then cripple a franchise? You know, punish them doubly? Hey, you had a huge payroll, you had an incredibly disappointing season, and now we're gonna hammer you for that too on the back end. Yeah, it, and now you could never do that again. You know, it it almost feels like yeah, if they had won a World Series by going over the luxury tax for a couple of years, I totally get. All right, maybe your draft pick shouldn't be quite as high because of that. But when you're coming off a non-playoff season, and now Major League Baseball has taken out this hammer and go, we're taking away draft picks. We're pulling down picks from the first to the fourth round. Because, hey, we can't have the Padres continue to dominate the way they have the last couple of years. Doesn't really make a lot of sense for yeah. baseball to be doing this to their teams. Well, yeah, what did we do wrong exactly? We spent money. Right. You know, when I grew up a Yankee fan, right, and I would always get mad, we would have these arguments I would have these arguments with my Red Sox fans, buddies, that whose owner decided, hey, I'm going to take the money I make. I'm going to shove it in my pocket. That's what I'm going to do. And people would always get mad at the Yankees for Steinbrenner saying, I'm going to take the money that I made. I'm going to put it back in players. And that was always my argument of like, that's what you're supposed to do. It's exactly what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't get penalized. Even the Mets, Ben, for spending money on a team shouldn't necessarily be penalized no. to the extent that they are. And, and if you dismiss, hey, it's not really that big of a deal, 
was big of it enough of a deal that the Dodgers were even afraid of going over it last year. They scaled back, so they went back under the luxury tax payroll. They never really said it out loud, but they did. They did. They well, did. We, they were. They're setting up for bigger moves. Right. And they, that they put that luxury tax off so that they can pay it when they go out and get Shohei Otani and Yamamoto and everybody else, and Blake Snell and everybody else that they're after. Yeah. They're going to be in it. I mean, they're going to be paying through the nose. But do they care? No, they don't, because they're going to get 4 million people coming through the gates. They're going to get TV money. They're going to be fine. It's the haves and the have-nots. And when a, when a have-not tries to be a have, that's when you get in trouble. Back with Take on Woods next year on 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.